Welcome to Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam, a podcast about navigating adolescence without losing our minds. Each week, I guide you around the teenage landmines with practical tips, simple solutions, and words of encouragement. I'm your host, Dr. Cam. Let's get on with the show. Good morning and welcome to Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. I am your host, Dr. Cam, and today I am here with Sheila Durfler. And Durfler, right? I pronounced yes. that right? Durfler. Yes. Good. Thank you. Sheila is a writer and meditator and a traveler, and she is the founder of Luminescent Being. She has over 30 years of healing experience in a variety of modalities, helping people heal trauma and rewrite subconscious programs to find more freedom and wholeness. She's also an avid traveler, so she's moved overseas several times, and right now you're calling us from Melbourne, Australia, which is yes. super cool, and I need to visit you because I want to go there. Yes. Um, so we're going to talk today about how our belief systems that we created when you know we were growing up and how those impact our parenting right now. So Sheila, welcome. It's so wonderful to see you here. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Cam. Thanks for having me. So Sheila, tell us a little bit about what you do now and how you got into that. Okay. Um, I am a Psyche facilitator, and that is an energy psychology modality that allows us to work with our subconscious um, and change limiting beliefs, um, um, diffuse a lot of emotional reactions we have to things. Um, so it works great with old trauma. Mm. Um, and then you can actually put in new positive beliefs. So you use it, you know, in two ways, you're, you're unwiring on, you know, beliefs that don't serve you. And then you're putting in new beliefs that mm -hmm. actually help you move toward the kind of life that you want and become the kind of person you want. And um, the way that I got into it was uh, I was a stay at home mom for 20 years and I have one son and I homeschooled him for a number of years. Um, he, he had a lot of food allergies and learning differences. And so schooling with him was um, quite a journey. Mm -hmm. And in his um, last two years of high school, um, I started um, meditating um, full time and looking for more resources to help us with our health. And um, we stumbled on Psych K um, through some people in my meditation community. And I had one session and just knew this was what I wanted after, you know, 30 years of being on a healing journey and trying hundreds and hundreds of different kinds of modalities. I loved how quick Psych K is, and I loved how non-invasive it is mm -hmm. and I also really loved how it empowers the client and it works with kids it works with 
adults. Um, you can, you know, learn it for yourself and do it to yourself for yourself as well. And it's a do with modality. So it's really about empowering people to know what's best for them and know what they're ready to let go of. And, um, you know, you just, you don't remove any beliefs that you're not ready. Um, mm -hmm. You know, that your, your spirit, your soul is not ready to let go of. And um, so what it basically does is it makes sure that what you want, what you desire consciously lines up with your subconscious programming mm -hmm. um, and any programming that's getting in the way of what it is you're wanting and trying to create um, in any of the quadrants of your life, getting those two on board. So you're driving in one direction and you're not, you know, <laughs> you know, you're not sort of one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake kind of thing. So right. it's, it's a great tool. And when my son was in his last year of high school, um, we, he had his first um, Psych K session as well. And he really loved the modality. And he actually, after just one session, had healed quite a number of his food allergies um, and wow. was able to reintroduce nuts and seeds, um, olives, tomatoes, a whole host of foods that for a good 10 years, I had to adapt every recipe. I had to find creative ways to work around, um, you know, just so many food allergies. And he was also acquiring more as time went on, mm. which actually is common when, you know, the root cause of the um, sensitivities, the allergies are you know, is a gut kind of thing. So, right. you know, it, it was a, it was a journey. And so we were looking for ways to help with our stress. And that's how we came to Psych K. And um, yeah, and it's, it's helped a lot with um, just taking the stress out of life and, um making things so much more, um, it gives you more resilience mm -hmm. so that you aren't reacting the, the way that you used to, you know, the way that, um, you know, the situations that trigger you, right. um, you just get a little more of that resilience, that, um, that longer refractory period before, um, you know. Uh, I've got a lot of questions. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I am trying because I, I don't know anything really about it. So a few things are really coming to mind. Um, the first is, you know, you're, you're talking about it healing trauma. And I want to get first clear on what you define trauma, because a lot of times people think trauma as being some like major huge event that happened in their life that was like, you know, I'm thinking like 9-11 or something like really big. Right. Like that. So when you're saying healing trauma, how do you define trauma? Okay. Well, um, for me in, in my personal life, um, I had post, I've had lifelong post-traumatic stress disorder 
from just a lot of a difficult childhood. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, that would be considered capital T trauma, right? Um, but even little traumas um, in life, especially trauma in um, early life, actually that affects the amygdala, um, the hippocampus, um, and many of the regions of the brain that have to do with, um, you know, those automated responses. And it really inhibits, um, you know, the thinking centers, you know, the uh, emotional centers that allow you to emotionally regulate. Um, they kind of, with especially long-term trauma, um, what ends up happening is they get understimulated or um, almost can atrophy. And so you end up with someone that is just constantly in a state of fight or flight um, or freeze, mm -hmm. um, which is often not in, in, you know, everyday language, you always hear people talking about fight or flight, but there's actually that extra, that third piece, the freeze, the freeze piece. Yeah, that's a big And, one. you know, so there are a lot of kinds of, um, behaviors you see every day, like people who have road rage, um, mm -hmm. you know, like when I was um, a parent, I was constantly overreacting to things. Um, I was not a homeschooler who, um, you know, had the kids baking every day, you know, like no. did lots of, you know, I, I, I found a lot of that stuff stressful and I would really work hard to, you know, um, do the things that were fun, do the things. But um, I used to marvel at moms who, you know, the kids can make a mess and it just yeah. sort of like they'd take it, and, you know, and I was like such a neat freak and right. trying to control things. So. So, so you're saying like small traumas throughout your life right? And in our childhood and our teens and our whenever, now we don't, because we haven't really dealt with them, they are what triggers. So things that our kids do, and you know, I work mainly with teens. So things our teens do, and I think specifically too, trigger things in us, right? Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. we react in a way that to us might feel like it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense because it's triggering right. something that we haven't healed in ourselves. So when we don't have patience for our kids, when something happens and we get upset with how they're treating us or how they're, it's not necessarily the teen, it's how it's reacting and triggering what it's triggering in us. Exactly. Did I get that right? Okay. Exactly. So now we know we're, re we're reacting. And what we're saying is a lot of times we're overreacting. So how does something like psych K help us deal with what those, what that trauma is and how to prevent or stop or slow down those triggers? Okay. Well, um, there, you know, there's, there's, the traumas that we have. And even if somebody didn't have like uh, an abusive environment, we pick up all kinds of beliefs from teachers, family, even some of the well-meaning things that 
our parents, um, uh, like, you know, you're, you're such a good kid. Like even some of those innocent things, those labels that we pick up our pecking order. You know, if you come from a family with more than one child or you're an only child, it's like all those things start to color your experience and, and, uh, form beliefs about how the world is and how people should be and how life should be. And um, so you don't have to have big traumas to, um, you know, collect a bunch of unhelpful beliefs, right? Um, and then, you know, you have the accumulative effect of, you know, little traumas, um, even physical injuries, or people who might have been sickly as a kid or um, a diagnosis as a kid of, you know, whether it's a learning um, or a physical health issue. I mean, all those things impact us. And then we bring that baggage into our parenting. Um, so we have our inherited beliefs. We have the beliefs we picked up. You know, we have beliefs that other family members, you know, the, the you know, grandparents, teachers, coaches, <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's a, it's a bag. It's a big bag of stuff that you, um, that if you go through life without sort of wondering why and how you got all this, you know, programming, this conditioning, like if you don't start unpacking that it's running you. It's running your life. It's, it becomes the way you are being in the world, yeah. right? Um, so how Psyche can help is it is a way to sort of begin to release yourself from those, um, just all those beliefs, those pieces of identity that you've picked up that don't serve you. Um, and then, you're more in your heart and you're more whole-brained. Mm. And when we're whole-brained, it basically, you know, that's a term we use a lot in Psych K. Um, and even one of the um, uh, processes uh, for, for actually clearing a belief is called the whole brain posture. So that is the posture you would sit in um, mm. that actually they've done um, brain maps of you know QEEGs of people in while they're in the whole brain posture having a psyche um, session and in real time they can actually see with the QEEG that the brain activity completely changes and that they can actually see that the you know the brain becomes whole brain the left and the right are talking to each other and it, it I think it activates the corpus callosum, which is, you know, the bridge between the hemispheres. So there's a real, um, you know, physical effect just from sitting in this simple body posture, you know, um, and actually any kind of activity we do, um, uh, you know, crawling, swimming, any kind of um, you know, time that you're coordinating, um, you know, that kind of hands and feet, left, right, left, right, um, 
or you're crossing the midline of the body. Um, so a lot of yoga poses. Um, there's so many ancient, you know, uh, things that that much of that wisdom is part of psyche. It's it's kind of a blend of kinesi applied kinesiology. It's ancient wisdom. It's um, I think there's even some um, some the some of the um, uh, ancestral um, you know the North American tribes. I think some of the wisdom from some of the uh, I think the Inuits and um, you know there's so many traditions that um, it has threads. Okay. Uh, the man that created Psyche, his name is Rob Williams. So, you know, he had studied for so long and he's actually a psychotherapist. Mm. So, um, you know, he developed it as a tool because he found that with many of his clients, he would work with them for years and years and years, having regular talk therapy and the beliefs just weren't shifting, right? The underlying right. beliefs yeah. weren't shifting. So he wanted, he was frustrated and he wanted a way to work with people to, to help move them, you know, shift the paradigm and be able to, you know, literally free their mind from those limiting beliefs. So did that powerful. answer your question? Yeah, no, it didn't. I had other ones that you then answered because I really was curious, like, what exactly is it and what do you do in it? So you definitely answered those questions. Um, so before we go, I want to let people know or share with you, how can people work with you or learn more about you or more about Site K? Um, well, um, Site K is um, a great modality that you can do online. So I have clients around the globe. Um, my company is called Luminescent Being. And so I have a website um, called luminescentbeing.com. And uh, I'm also on social media. So Sheila Durfler um, is pretty much most of my social media, my first and last name. So um, people can contact me that way. Um, anyone who has questions about Psyche, just send me an email. I'm happy to answer. I also have um, uh, on my website, they can, if people have questions, they can um, get a 15 minute, 20 minute free consultation if they have questions or they just wanna see if it's a good fit. Um, so, Fantastic. That's how they can get them hold of me. Good, fantastic. I'm sure there's people that I know I'm gonna, I wanna look even more. I know we've had conversations and I'm still like, my mind is like, it, it's just, it's a lot to consume, but it's also, I know one of the biggest struggles is changing our mindset. And yet our mindset yes. has such an enormous impact on everything we do and how we interact with the world. So it's so important to be aware of it. So before we go, any last words of wisdom that you would like to share with the parents, for parents with teens particularly? Well, uh, my teen is now 20. <laughs> so, um, you know, the 
getting a hold of your own stress as a parent is key um, because we are literally modeling for them, right? And it's not too late to start. It's never too late to start. I think I've had a lot of friends who, because their teens already have behaviors they don't like, they, they think that it's too late, that they should have they should have done it differently when they were younger, but it's never too late. You can impact them and you can help them navigate adulthood just by being a role model now, just by them seeing that, you, that you're embracing change. And that is really powerful. It is. So it's never too late to begin even if they're teens. And um, by you shifting your beliefs, it shifts the whole energy of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it, it heals the whole family, even when just one person does their inner work. So yeah, this has been great. So if you found value in my conversation with Sheila, please like comment and share with a friend if you think they'll find value in it as well. And I'm not sure how they couldn't. Um, And if you want more useful tips, encouragement, and solutions, join me every first and third Tuesday for the Parenting Teens Power Hour. And you can sign up for free at parentingpowerhour.com slash registration. And Sheila, thank you so much again for joining us. This has been really enlightening to me, and I'm sure very helpful to the parents listening. My pleasure. Thank you, Dr. Cam. Really appreciate this opportunity. Absolutely. Have a beautiful, pleasant, calm day. Bye, everyone. And that's a wrap. Thanks for joining me today on Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. Make sure to visit my website, www.askdrcam.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS so you'll never miss a show again. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes and hey, why not share it with a friend too? Be sure to tune in to my next episode. And remember, parenting teens may not be easy, but with my help, it can be a whole lot easier than this.